All right, Boz, got a good one today. Every day is a good day, Pat. <laughs> Every one of these is a good one. Figured I'd Let's just, hear it. Figured I'd just give you a, like a casual picture over the plate there. All right. So oh, yeah. this one is from, again, user-submitted feedback. I've got it on my computer screen reading it here. I took a screenshot of it. Somebody left on a recent episode under the name, Hello, Future Elisa. So hello right back. Says, so glad I've found your podcast. I have a question for my upcoming summer holidays. How do I maintain fitness as much as possible when I'm out with people who do not work out? Oh, those kinds of people. Well, let's say, will 20 minutes of body work cut it? Will it not cut it? I always find myself in this cycle during the summer. I guess they're a teacher. They say teacher life of going on holiday. And then getting back into the gym, then back on holiday, then back onto the gym, and you're, you're just kind of on that roller coaster. And always easing back in because I haven't worked out a bit. Um, and then I'm just doing rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. Okay, so they're in a vicious cycle, ups and downs, and sounds mm -hmm. like hanging out with some people who maybe don't have health and fitness as high on the priority list as Hello Future Elisa does. Mm. And, you know, does 20 minutes of body weight work? Cut it. What to do, Boz, what to do? Well, I think the simple answer is absolutely yes. 20 minutes of body work, body weight work will cut it. And I would put this right back into the very definition of CrossFit, which is constantly varied functional movements, high intensity. The time that you have to train is often not as important as what you put into the time that you do have. Mm. And so... If you've got 20 minutes and you are not afraid to get after it for, I would say, even six or seven of those 10 minutes and really put forward a heavy-duty effort, you can get a lot out of that. So I don't think that the time frame is as big a factor as the gravitational pull of being around people that may not have the same interest in health and fitness as you. So timing, in my opinion, in this scenario, is not the biggest problem. The challenge is going to be escaping the temptation of just falling into this kind of oh, yeah. lazier mindset that everybody else around you is. You know, people's minds are kind of like magnets sometimes where, you know, there's going to be a strong magnet in somebody's mind. And, and if your magnet's not quite as strong, eventually it's going to kind of align with that stronger magnet. And that happens in groups all of the time. So you've got to really make sure that you're kind of guarding your interest against that in this scenario. So that, that to me is going to be the challenge here. The time frame, you got 20 minutes, you got plenty of time. I, I like what you said there. I want to make sure I heard it right because I want to steal it one day and I will, of course, give you credit yeah. for it. You said something along the lines of the amount of time you have is not as important as what you do with it. Do you remember the exact line? I guess I can go back once this is posted no. and read it, but it was, it was, it was good and it's totally off the cuff. No, I think that's, I think there's so much, <laughs> there's so much truth to that because you know, one of the beautiful things is that wonderful intensity piece, which by its very yeah, nature, absolutely. If, if you're bringing some intensity, you're not going to need a tremendously large portion of time to get a lot of great work done. I would say also, because I've been in these situations before and, and I'm the oddball, like it, like eating mm -hmm. well and working out, I don't even have to get in a great workout, but I have to get in a workout. And and if I don't, yeah. it it's like a splinter in my brain. Like I just, it irks me to no end. And so I found myself in these situations like they're describing on a trip or on something else that 
the day is relatively jammed and I'll, I'll get like a small twinge of anxiety just thinking about the day and how I'm probably going to get screwed out of my workout. <laughs> and, and as everyone, you know, I'm just a wonderfully pleasant person to be around all the time. But if I don't get in my workout, I agree, Pat. Oh, I just, it, it, it gets to me. So I really try to make it happen. So one of the things that I would recommend, and maybe a bunch of people have said this, but I, I regularly hear this, this short line attributed to uh, Jocko Willink that basically says that mm. the discipline beats motivation. And I do like mm. that a lot, oh, right? Abs- because absolutely, if yeah. you only work out when you're motivated, that might only be half the time. But if you're disciplined yeah. about what you're doing, well, it doesn't matter what your motivation is that day. You've made it a habit. You've made it a part of your life. You've made it a priority. And because of that, you might be able to find some sort of a way, even in a tricky situation, if you prioritize it high enough to make it happen. And maybe that's, while everyone else sleeps, you're up 30 minutes before they are mm-hmm. and you sacrifice 30 minutes of sleep. Now, trust me, I know the importance of sleep. But if you want to get in that workout, there might be some way to do that. Or there could be, if you're out at this gathering or vacation or trip or whatever, things tend to wind down at night. And Maybe after dinner, there's just going to be a a movie or Netflix or everyone's just going to, you know, shoot the breeze out in the back porch for 90 minutes. Well, sneak away for 20 minutes out of that 90. You can still be social. You can still be there 85% of the time. But like you said, if you carve out a little piece of little piece of real estate and a little piece of the clock, you can make a lot of great stuff happen for you. Yeah, for sure. And and I would say that the morning window is probably your biggest advantage. Yes, sir. You know, I've traveled, I've traveled quite a bit. I've been in a lot of situations where I've been around people, you know, relatives, um, just vacation type scenarios where people aren't as interested in, in maintaining their physicality, let's just say. Mm-hmm. And in my experience that, you know, part of the reason that you are spending time with these people is number one, you enjoy them, I would hope. And right. number two, <laughs> right. you, I do, uh, or you feel right. some familial obligation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and number two, you enjoy where you are going and, and where you happen to find yourself. And so both of those are important as well. You shouldn't just turn into this automaton who's going mm-hmm. to uh, work out and, and not socialize. The fitness um, weirdo. But, yeah, exactly. But in in that scenario, I have found it to be the best case scenario to get up, get the job done, and then get back with the group before the day really starts rolling. And I'll say that with the caveat that my preferred training time is not first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. I do not enjoy morning sessions. My body doesn't often feel as good as it should uh, for the first couple hours out of out of bed. You know, I get some old uh, injuries on the spine and things like that. And I typically feel best training a little bit later in the morning if I have all the time in the world. But when push comes to shove and I'm in a situation where, you know, it's, it's get sucked up in whatever's out, whatever else is going on in the day or get my workout in, I will choose that, get it done in the morning. And I never regret it. It's like no. going swimming in the summer. You know, you're always going to regret not swimming. Right. You might as well go for the swim. It's the same thing with working out in scenarios like this. You, you'll regret not working out. But once you get in and you get your 20 minutes and you get back with the group and you're, you're doing the day uh, with everybody else, you'd be like, man, I'm so glad that I did that. And now I don't have to think about it. It's not in the back of your mind. It's not on the checklist. You don't have to think, all right, when am I going to fit this in? The window is closing. Mm-hmm. Plans have changed with my, with my friends and my family. 
there's no stress there. So well, my that, recommendation would be AM. And that's exactly it too, because, and I actually had that scratch down, knock it out early. It's the first thing, one yep. of the first things I wrote. I'm with you. I don't like working out in the morning, but in this sort of a situation, now I know that ideally uh, this question is about being on holiday. So hopefully you're not getting flooded with emails, but yeah. just life in general, as the hours of the day tick on, unforeseen events pop up. Oh, we're going to do this. Mm -hmm. We didn't know this was going to happen. So-and-so is coming over. We thought we we're going to do this. Plans just changed. Yep. Every hour that goes by, the schedule tends to get more packed, not less packed. And so, yes, yep. get up, get it done, because there's a really good chance your day will not look how you think it does at first glance. So I, I yep. am totally on board with that. And I do that a bit now um you know just uh living the dad life you know it's with our baby you know mm -hmm. whenever she takes her first nap during the day you know she's right now still doing a morning nap and an afternoon nap though one of them's probably going to go away soon i pretty much even though i'm not super stoked and working out in the morning as soon as she goes down in the morning doesn't care what i had to do i stop what i'm doing and i go do the darn workout because i've learned the hard yep. way Something is going to go sideways later on, and the little window of time that right now I think I can carve out somehow got jammed full with something else. So, I'm, I'm, yes, the morning for the win, 100% right there with you. And then, I, you know, my other big tip for these types of situations is know what you have access to and know what you uh, are, are going to be drawn to do, and use that to draft a plan before you get there. It's, it's not going to work if you wake up, you say, okay, I have from 7 o'clock to 7.20 to do my workout before everybody else gets up and gets rolling. Um, and you wake up at 6.59 and you're like, okay, what am I going to do? Mm -hmm. You're dead in the water. It's not going to happen that way. Uh, what is going to be maximizing of your chances of success is to spend a little bit of time, maybe the evening before or maybe you know a couple days before, and just jot down. It doesn't have to be specific workouts even necessarily if you can get it that far great but just have a couple of ideas so all right monday i want to go for a run wednesday i want to work on my pull-ups and push-ups friday i want to do a longer higher rep cindy style workout you know mm -hmm. whatever it happens to be just jot it down so that when you wake up in the morning and you're ready to go for that 20 minutes you can just get to the business at hand and not have to be stymied by the, uh, what do they call it? The blank slate conundrum. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the hardest part about the creative process sometimes is you, you, all the options in the world. It, it takes you 15 of those 20 minutes to figure out what's best for the day. And before you know it, you're not training. And don't underestimate the power of just some really simple stuff that's not flashy. Yep. And going way back, wow, almost 10 years now, back to 2013, when myself and Ian Wittenberg did the motorcycle Trip oh yeah halfway around the world i, I mean, can't believe that was that long ago wow Jeez. it's crazy right <laughs> it's 2013 wow now we might be driving from riding from one affiliate to another but we might go several days and not be in a gym so we did just a ton of burpees air squats and sprinting you know and, mm. and push-ups just that that kind of a stuff sit-ups and that went so far we were in the road uh, 120 days you know and then we'd pop into a gym and since we didn't have access to barbells regularly, it'd be nice to touch a barbell, get in the heavy lift if you could, and then go another four mm -hmm. days or so, burpees, sprinting, 
you know, just the whole nine yards, air squats. Now, I'm not going to say that I came back and just PR'd everything because that's not accurate, but I will tell you a shockingly high level of fitness was maintained by just doing what I just described right there. So getting back to, hey, 20 minutes of body weight stuff, will it, will it help me out? I've lived that life. It will 100% help you out. And, and, I, and I can say that with all, um, all trust and verification for that. I will also tell you that, you know, you mentioned you got a 20 minute window. There's some great stuff that I can almost guarantee you, you won't make it 20 minutes, right? So like if, if, <laughs> if, if, you know, if you've just got 20 minutes, you wake up death by burpee, just one minute, two minutes, you know, you're not going to make it to 20, you know, so you're fine. If you do shoot me, tell me in the comments, you know, your favorite thing, Boz, death by 10 meter shuttle sprint. Oh, you're, love it. Yep. You're not, you're not going to make it to 20 One minutes. One of my favorites. Most, most likely no. there either. Built in warm up. And if you do, let me know. Um, but, but there's some simple stuff like that. No gear needed. Built in warm up. Mm -hmm. You are all done in 20 minutes. And I promise you, if you're doing death by burpee or death by 10 meter shuttle sprint, you did not shortchange your fitness on that particular day. Yeah. You are, you are good to go. That reminds me of one of my favorite workouts that I, I fall back on this one all the time when I'm on the road or I don't have time or you know there's some circumstance that's preventing me from getting something in. And it's really simple. I just start the clock. It's 10 burpees on the minute. My, my personal minimum is 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. So every minute, 10 burpees for 10 minutes, it's 100 burpees. It's not going to blow you out, but you definitely get some work in. And if you're feeling froggy, extend it out to 15 minutes or do right. 11 or 12 burpees. Or if you're not there yet, you can scale that back to seven or eight burpees. You know, there's an easy, flexible plan within that. Mm -hmm. But all you have to do is three, two, one, go. You hit the deck. You get your burpees. You wait a little bit. It doesn't catch up with you for four or five rounds. Before you know it, you're like, well, I'm already halfway. I might right. as well keep going. And like I said, if you're feeling good, extend it for a few more minutes. Extend a couple of reps. Challenge yourself towards the end. If you're not feeling so good, hey, you know what? You, you established that minimum threshold and you got something in. So it's, it's an easy one. I've done that in so many hotel rooms across the world. I've done that in uh, backyards. I've done that in basements. I've done that all over the place when time is tight and equipment is not there. There's even a, a sh you know, if that's fantastic. This is, this is one I've used uh, last year on a family vacation. Um, I don't know if my wife does or doesn't know that I do this. This might be this might be painful <laughs> for my marriage right now. It's like confessions of a CrossFitter. Is like... right, yes. <laughs> so we were somewhere with the kids. We're going to be there five days, and she's like, "Look, you know, it's got you know, I am to some degree a workaholic. She's like, got to be present. You got to be here. Like, totally mm. on board with it. I'm right there with you. Absolutely. I'm yep. I'm here. <laughs> and she's like, and she's like, you know, it won't kill you if you don't work out for the week. I'm like, of course I know that. Everybody knows that. So it's fine. Won't be an issue. Won't be an issue. Uh, <laughs> and, yep. And um, I, I don't know if she knows this stuff, but th th anyway, the compromise that I made in my head was we we'd get up in the morning, kids are still asleep, and they were gonna sleep like 15 or 20 minutes more while we got ready. So that once once we're ready, then we can we can work on them. So she would go into the shower. I would just immediately do 50 burpees for time. 
just like a raging psychopath. I would just stone cold, <laughs> do 50 Let's burpees, hit the, hit the deck, hit the deck and just would go. Uh, and you know, yeah. if, if you're holding, um, my math is going to fail me right now. I don't know, like 12.5 burpees, you know, a minute, but ballpark. My point is it's about four minutes of work. Mm-hmm. That That's it. Like yeah. four minutes. And you've, I worked out for the day, quite frankly. So I did that the five days that we were there, like a, a psychopath. And then I guess, you know, the opposite is, well, you know, so it was four minutes a day, didn't disrupt the family. Don't even know if my wife did, knows that I did it. And at the end of the week, looking back, was it the most glorious, varied workout session in the world? Absolutely not. But my options were, I could have looked back and said, for five days, I did zero. Or for five days, I, I did 250 burpees. I did 50 burpees a day, you know, like, and mm-hmm. that, it. I think there's more maintenance in that than people give it credit for. For sure. And the pump primed. It, without a doubt. And like I said, for mm-hmm. who I am, like, I, you know, know thyself, right? For who, I, for who I am, I needed to do that to enjoy my day. Now, I could, now somebody's <laughs> like, you should probably go to a psychiatrist as soon as possible. I'm right there with you. But it was not disruptive to the family. It gave me what I needed. It took literally less than five minutes and I needed no gear and life went on. So I guess, you know, circling back to the question, I'm a firm believer that you can do a lot with a little, like for sure. Yeah, absolutely. One of of my other favorites is just an alternating Tabata. Alternate between 20 seconds of all out work on the air squat, rest for 10 seconds, 20 seconds, as many push-ups as you can get, rest for 10 seconds, repeat Mm. eight rounds. So eight rounds of sit-ups, I'm sorry, eight rounds of squats, rest and push-ups. And by the end of that, if you, if you hit those eight rounds hard, you're like, yep, that did the trick. I feel pretty good with the amount of effort that I put forward. So now that's another one to keep in the back pocket. That's uh, that's pretty good. Tabatas are great. All kinds of plank holds, handstand holds against a wall. And then you can do some stuff that normally you might associate with needing a barbell, like to light up your posterior chain, so to speak, like you don't have to deadlift or power clean. If you do like, just imagine like a glute bridge that you would do with a barbell, but you have no barbell. Well, if you just do enough repetitions of those, I'm here to tell you, they will fire up the backside like nobody's business. And you can even just do it with one foot on the ground. And now you're lifting your pelvis up and down off the ground with just one heel down in the ground. And you don't have to do a lot of them and you'll feel like you've been pulling some dead. So again, a little bit of creativity, moving. Don't underestimate the challenge of moving your own body weight around around planet Earth. You can you can one hundred percent get it done. And this is advice that I've given in the past. I can't remember what specific episode, but um, it, it kind of goes back to the idea of making a plan. Part of making that plan is identifying early what can you do. Mm-hmm. Start that list. Make it you know, big and bold so that you can see it. And I bet you with a minimum of brainstorming, you're going to come up with a dozen, two dozen different things that you're like, oh, I can do all of these. I can do push-ups. I can do lunges. I can do air squats. I can do sit-ups. I can do V-ups. I can run. I can jump. I can do burpees. Mm -hmm. And the list goes on and on. You can do so many things with minimal equipment. Most people um, take it for granted. And when you see it listed out in front of you, you're like, oh, I have plenty to work on here. Right without having to worry for the next couple of weeks while I'm doing whatever I'm doing with other people. Go sprint some stairs. Yeah, exactly. You'll be, lost. You'll, be totally, you'll be totally good to go. And, yep. you know, kind of closing it, it up here is, you know, 
you, you hear that saying all the time, something's better than nothing, you know, which is what they could say in regards to this. Like, ah, oh, you did 50 burpees a day. Ah, oh, you did some bodyweight stuff. Good for you. It's almost patronizing. Like, good for you. You know, something's better than nothing. I don't like that phraseology for this because something's better than nothing implies that it's only marginally better than nothing. You just did, mm. okay, you did a little something. I would say right. doing something is infinitely better than nothing, like significantly better than nothing. And so when your choice is zilch or doing something and you dig down and find the discipline to do whatever it happens to be, I'm putting that down in the big win category, even if it didn't look like whatever the quote unquote prescribed workout of the day was. So that's yeah. that. And the only other thing I would say is when you find yourself in these situations, to the best of your ability, keep the diet as close to um, mm-hmm. oh, as yeah. close to not a dumpster fire as, uh, as absolutely as possible. If there's going to be a reduction in in fitness potentially, you can you can extend that. You have a much more wonderful runway if you're not just having a terrible time nutritionally as well. If you're if you're keeping that tight <laughs> and, the, and the workouts get reduced, I think you're going to be okay. I think that's a very salient point, Pat, because <laughs> it is a surefire motivation killer. If you've been eating chocolate cake and drinking tequila the night before, you are not going to want to get up for that workout. And then that snowballs into not wanting to do it the next day. And before you know it, you spent a month out with your friends or however long you're there. And you're like, wow, I've gotten in three sessions in this time frame, and that's not good. So right. yeah, I could not agree more that that is something most people aren't going to want to talk about. They're not going to want to address that. But yeah, you got to be reasonable about the diet in these situations as well. And, and like all things, you know, again, coming back to the thrust of it, you're there for a reason and you're there because you enjoy these people. It's, right. it's good for you to get away. It's good to enjoy your life. That, that is fundamentally important. Um, so don't fall so far the other direction that nobody wants to be around you and you're making yourself just this miserable person. Mm-hmm. That's not good either. But you got to find that balance of, all right, most of the time I'm going to keep it pretty good. You know, I'll have a little bit of uh, indulgence here and there. And then it's back to work the next morning to get in my time that I committed to myself. That's, that's all, really what it is. All trying to find that balance. So exactly. So, well, let me, know. let me wrap on the, oh, let me yeah, summarize please. back on the, on the top three hitters here, Adrian okay. and Pat's vacation top hitters. <laughs> Number one, get it in early. That seems to be something we're both in agreement on. Mm-hmm. Number two, have a plan. And that, that starts with listing out what you can do and making sure that you fully understand the options available to you. And then number three, just come up with a brief schedule before it's time to have the rubber hit the road. Script out briefly what it looks like to train for the next couple of days so that when it's time to go, you're like, oh, all I have to do is execute the plan. No mm-hmm. big deal. And, uh, you know, getting back to their, their posting name here on YouTube, hello, future Elisa. I will say, completely applaud you for wanting to get off that roller coaster of working mm-hmm. out, not working out. Now I feel like I never worked out again. Okay, I'm finally getting into a good rhythm. Now I stopped for three weeks. That roller coaster is not a fun place to be on. So good for you for trying to seek some information and actually get some hopefully tips and tricks to make things steady and consistent because that is a wonderful place to be. Just make it fit into your life. Yep. So and hey, yeah. Last thing I'll say on this, <laughs> I promise. No, no, you're good, I, man. You know, 
And this is also an experience that I've had many times when I'm in a situation where I'm around people that, you know, they're not as health and fitness uh, oriented. You might find an unlikely ally in there. You might find that if you are sticking to your guns and you're like, yeah, I'm just going to, and you don't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be a big deal, but people start to catch wind. They're like, oh, you know, okay. Future Elise is waking up every morning and she's getting a little something. And you might be surprised at the curiosity that will peak in some people. And you might Fair find point. that you're going to have that magnetic effect on somebody else. And before you know it, you're keeping each other accountable. So keep your ear to the ground for something like that too. And it doesn't have to be somebody who's well-versed in this. It doesn't have to be somebody who's particularly fit, but it does happen more often than you think if you're open to it. So just kind of keep your ear to the ground with that too. If you're, if you're, staying consistent, you're putting the work in, don't be surprised if somebody else joins you. And what better bonding experience than death by burpees? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this kind of self-regulating, that might actually be a good totally, one. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, as always, you know, thanks everybody for the continued support. We definitely appreciate it. And as we say every now and then, you know, we read the comments, we check out what's on your mind and our goal is to drive the content that all of you find interesting and pertinent so that your lives are better as coaches, athletes, whatever you happen to be. So appreciate you listening to this. And if you are listening in audio format, do me a favor, go to the BTWB YouTube channel, click on this episode and let us know what you think. You know, now you know what Adrian and I think. Great. But what have you found works well? No equipment, traveling. I'm sure we've got a bunch of people who just are road warriors with their occupation and going from mm-hmm. airport to hotel to Uber over and over again. You've got some tips and tricks for both working out and nutrition. Let's hear them so we can all get a little bit better. So for Adrian Bosman, I'm Pat Sherwood, and we will see you next time. <laughs>